so many people, women, like you say, in particular, are hiding their true brilliance, their innate and unique genius. What I actually found was that I went into burnout in that first year, because when you think about an experience that you didn't enjoy, you think, Ah, well, that was contrast. Now I know that isn't what I want. And a big thing happened when I was 29. I gave birth to my eldest daughter, but it did not go well. And I nearly died and had an emergency hysterectomy on the day of her birth. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Hustle, where we explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I'm your host, Christiana, and I'm here with you today with a very special guest. Welcome, Joanna. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm so happy you're here today. Hey there, Christiana. I'm so happy to be here as well. So I'm a ex-advertising agency director turned brand messaging consultant, consultant rather, from London. I host a leading podcast, Girls with Soul. I'm mum to three spirited girls. And what I do day to day is help visionary coaches and healers to clarify their authentic message, raise their profile and prices, and stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in their industry so they can make an impact in the world as well as building businesses they can feel really proud of. Is that your superpower? How would you describe your superpower? My superpower actually is a very specific part of what I do. And it was something I only embraced when I was about a year into my business, which um, was launched at the beginning of the pandemic. And that is I have this aptitude for seeing the truth of what someone's purpose or message in the world is meant to be. And I realized that so many people, women, like you say, in particular, are hiding their true brilliance, their innate and unique genius, that when they do unapologetically share it and shine, others benefit, others change too. And, you know, I know from the work that you do, Christiana, how true that is, that when we actually give ourselves permission to be an expert and to share what we do with that full vibrancy, not only do we make those ripples in the world and, yes, create phenomenal change, but we change too. We feel that sense of um, contribution and we feel that we have that ikigai, that purpose that allows us to create businesses, allows us to make change in corporate environments or in government or academia. And that's when the magic happens. And I'm just delighted to be a part of that sort of um, ignition for many people who want to make that change. I love it. So you're kind of like a transformer. Well, I guess it's so. I mean, that's the truth. Most people already that. What I do is activate it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, people will often say things like, I just know I was meant for more. I just, you know, know that I'm meant to do something, but I'm not entirely clear what it is. And I see time and time again is that, we have all the things in our history, in our experience, in our in our struggles that are there ready to change into powerful messaging, to, to change into uh, amazing courses and ways of educating. But we haven't made the shift in confidence and in clarity that allows that to happen. 
It's like, um, because of this, because I went through the same thing myself, after I left uh, the advertising agency world and launched my business, I first went with what I knew. And I thought, well, you know, I've spent all these years in corporate. I'm really driven. I'm an action taker. I know what I'll do. I'll teach productivity and accountability and uh, CEO strategies. And I launched my business on that basis. And I got all my first clients and I launched courses. And my podcast at that time was all about taking action. And although I could have continued to build a very viable business, just didn't light me up. And as a result of kind of pushing against my kind of innate desires, loves, the things that, that make me happy, What I actually found was that I went into burnout in that first year. I was absolutely exhausted. I was attracting clients who needed me to kind of push them uphill to get the results because my message was, you know, you bet you're really struggling. It's really hard as an entrepreneur. Let me be your accountability backstop. So unsurprisingly, I was attracting people into my world who had that energy and identified that energy of being stuck. And I realized that my energy would match best with people who are more like me. So I started being more like me in how I put myself out in the world. And of course, if um, if you're familiar with the online business world, of course, that's in social media. It's via your emails, in video, in content, on your podcast. And I just started being really authentic. And at that point, my my whole business shifted. It shifted in the ease and flow I felt when I was actually working within it. But it also changed who I was attracting because like attracts like. And those people that were most drawn by that energy became my energized and inspiring clients that didn't drain me, that excited me. And as a result, I wanted to work with more of them. I wanted to share in my content more. And I think that experience has now been a quintessential part of what I now teach so others who are coming along in that path might be behind me on in that aspect, maybe way ahead of me. I'm working with multiple six-figure coaches who are doing amazing things in the world, who have phenomenal talents, but might not have dialed that in for themselves and are starting to feel a bit exhausted, not really sure how to show up in their marketing. Great. So your superpower is finding somebody else's superpower. <laughs> yes, you said that perfectly. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> super neat. I like that. You are like the super, superpower discoverer, so to speak, the explorer of superpowers. I'm very, very nice. And you kind of hinted at that already. What was the biggest challenge in your life and why? Right. Well, I mean, I, I did speak already about the challenge of launching that business and being in alignment and feeling great about it. But really that episode was just another point on a life trajectory of that repeating pattern. Because when you're a high achiever and I was very academic and I got the first class degree and I went into the big advertising world at Ogilvy and Mather and, you know, really saw that that would be my path. It was very difficult for me to kind of see that it could be different And to go with the ease and flow of that, the uncertainty, the trust. And a big thing happened when I was 29. I gave birth to my eldest daughter. Um, Won't go into the gruesome details, but it did not go well. And I nearly died and had an emergency hysterectomy on the day of her birth, which led me into PTSD and um, not being able to complete my family and came up against a lot, which challenged this idea that if you just work hard, you focus on what you want, you learn all the details, everything goes your way. 
which is what I had believed to that point. And suddenly this catastrophic, chaotic thing had happened and I couldn't control it. It was outside my control. And, you know, I, I will say that seven years later, my twin daughters were born with the help of a surrogate in California. And we flew 11,000 miles from London to meet our twin daughters. That was 12 years ago. But although it ended happily, the big life lesson there for me and has continued to be is about how to lean into that trust, that spiritual trust and faith that things are going to work out, even when the 3D evidence in front of you may not be exactly what you wish it to be at that at that point in time. It's That's really amazing that sometimes we have this one momentous event that really makes us stop and think, hold on, all of these things on my to-do list, if they don't happen, the world will still go on. So I've been putting myself on the back burner thinking that everything that I do during the day is just oh so important. And that doesn't mean that they're not important. But at the same time, world still turns. Things still happen. But your health in this particular case really degraded. And sometimes it just takes that one moment to where you take a step back and you think, oh man, I need to really change some things because this can't go on like this. Um, so what helped you during this challenge to get out of this mess? Because it sounds like there was this this shift and then I want to hear how you got out of it. Well, it was a real spiritual trajectory. You know, there was a lot of leaning into, yeah, all the dimensions, physical, emotional, mental, but spiritual is the one that I think made the biggest shift after I'd taken care of the physical. And that is I lent into learning about universal laws. Things like the law of attraction is one that's most common known. But the point is, is that when you learn about energy, things change. And I trained as a pranic healer. I also trained as a breathwork facilitator. And in my work as a messaging consultant, I blend those proven strategic marketing strategies with the energetic flow that comes from universal laws of trust, of um, reciprocation, of knowing that the energy we're putting out in the world is the energy we're most likely to receive. And does that mean everything always goes your way? It does not. Does that mean you come back better, stronger, more willing to see which way it will go next, next time? Always. And that's what changed a lot of the energy in my business, in how I created my family, how I completed and had those beautiful twins, was this idea that I can take one step and trust that then the next step will appear. Not having to know all the 20,000 hows ahead of time. And previously, I would be almost um, paralyzed. And they call it analysis paralysis, because there's so many potential pitfalls, so many things could go wrong. And my my intelligent, active mind could project so far into the future that I could and still can see all of the potentials for going wrong. But the work is not in being the best analytical mind, not for yourself, not for your own emotions, but to actually be someone who can surrender, let that go and take that leap of trust 
Otherwise, I wouldn't have launched my business. Otherwise, I wouldn't have stopped being the accountability coach and started sharing about my spiritual journey on my podcast and being authentic and feeling vulnerable. And that has led to more opportunities, more synchronicities, more sustainability and joy than I would have anticipated. And certainly I would have achieved if I hadn't have learned that core piece that's kind of like been that missing piece of the jigsaw for me. Very, very uh, well said. I love how you're saying the one step and that you're thinking about the next step because in my coaching, I always say take one small step and get one giant leap at the end um, because it's really just getting started. And there's also a saying in America that's like, how do you eat an elephant? Well, it's like one I think they say one bite at a time. They do. They say one bite at Um, a time. I'm I'm not a huge (laughs) fan of that saying just because I'm always like, what? Who Um, wants to eat an elephant, right? Right. But at the same time, I get it because it's something big. It's intimidating. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to tackle this? So I love how you're really um, looking at this as just like, don't worry about the end. We're just going to keep going on our journey one step at a time and we keep going and it might actually not even sometimes be a step forward. Maybe it's a step backward, but that's okay because you still explore that option and you realize, well, that didn't work. It's just your own unique way of getting to where you need to go. And Yeah, absolutely. There's some... Um- <laughs> Not I don't know if you have you ever heard of Abraham Hicks? Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. Right. So Abraham Hicks talk about contrast <laughs> and it's their way of saying something you don't like. But I like the way that they frame that because when you think about an experience that you didn't enjoy, you think ah, well, that was contrast. Now I know that isn't what I want. So I have greater clarity on what specifically it is that I do desire. Mm-hmm. And that allows us to, you know, move the move the uh, compass just that one degree in some cases and start moving towards that. And that was over and over again, what I did and still do experience in my life as a mum, in my life as a business owner. I experienced things that aren't the way I like them to be and then get to choose, get to decide what the result is of that contrast. It completely reframes like your positivity over those kind of learning experiences as you as you go along. Yeah, and it also creates a more open mind. Um, I do that with my children all the time to where I purposely make things that we haven't eaten yet or I purposely pick activities that we haven't done yet and they're like well I don't think I like this well have you actually tried it have you actually tried this piece of fruit or vegetable or this particular dish or have you taken this activity um whether it's a hike or a run or pickleball you know something that's very trendy in the United States right now no you haven't okay so why don't you try it and then you tell me that you don't like it but if you don't try it it's nearly like you're you're cutting yourself short you're stealing from your own experiences because you're depriving your body and going through that experience and by not letting yourself kind of make that decision afterwards, like, well, actually pickleball is kind of cool. Now, now I know what it's all about. And I didn't just do it because I saw people on social media do it because I actually tried it myself. And then you're getting really hooked to things. So it's that contrast there. You're like trying it on and then you can put it down and say, you know what? Wasn't me. Or you say, it was me, you know, 
that's just the amazing thing about life. Just look at life as like a a whole potpourri of experiences that we kind of need to patch together in a beautiful way and kind of try things on. And frequently those activities don't even cost anything and you can just try them on and, and work from there. I love your advice. How can we find out more about your podcast, what you do, get in touch with you, follow you along on Instagram? Can you share your contact info with us? Absolutely. So come find me on Instagram and say hi in the DMs. I'm I am joe.ingram. Uh, you can also find me on my website. I am joe. Oh no, I am joeingram.co. Um, and listening to Goals with Soul. If you are a business owner and you'd like some free training on how to expand your message, just drop me a line on Instagram and I'll be pleased to share the free link with you. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it, especially given time difference. Um, London to California. This was definitely an amazing connection that we built and I look forward to um, any questions that people might have and thank you again for being an amazing guest um, with that we're at the end of our episode here today keep healthy happy and hustling along and i look forward to hearing your comments thank you